This is FCB Radio, where real talk lives. Visit us online at fcbradio.com. I'll always be in Welcome to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside E. Will and sitting in for Jessica Lavish, who is off today, is Kamari Dean. Welcome back. How you doing? I am fabulous. Good, you know, good. We will. Y'all stop talking about me. I was about to say we've been having some spirited conversations. <laughs> All your four off. foot nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not four foot. Thank you. Mom. Yeah, we we have determined that Kamari is what? How many? What four? About inches? four five inches from being a midget, <laughs> or a little person, depending on how you feel about that. Okay. <laughs> how you doing, Kamari? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How was your week? It was great. Good. You had a good time. Yeah, I was off most of the week, so. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I heard uh, that you was kicking it down at Jeff Brown. Shout out to the Jeff Brown show. His Shout happy out people. To Jeff. His happy people Wednesday. Um, I didn't actually make it Wednesday. You made. You went last Wednesday though. I went to his. Actually, I went to his seafood soul and seafood on yes. Friday. Oh, on Friday. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. So uh, seafood and soul. It on was Friday good too. too. Shout out to Elite Bistro. Yes, it was delicious. Yes. I had their. I'm pasta. hungry. Why we got to talk about food? <laughs> you see, I'm trying to talk about the food. And change right. the subject. <laughs> <laughs> so you enjoyed yourself. I did. It was fun. Good. A lot of wine. You bring anybody with you? I did. Did they, did they enjoy themselves? They did. Good. Good. Good to hear that. <laughs> Yeah, was it okay for him to get around? Perfectly fine. <laughs> e will, how you doing? Sir? I'm all right, man. How was your week, bro? It's been cool. Loving my job, the new job. I know. I think I brought that up last time. Yeah. Um, I'm down like 24 pounds. No hey. That's what's um, up. At one point, I was up at like 280, and I'm down at like 256. So, I mean, I just recently cut out drinking pop. Um, I'm a. This one's gonna be hard for you to believe, Darvio, but I'm gonna stop drinking beer for a while too. Really? It mm-hmm. does it. So, I, w- I just want to see that time where I can be below 250 for the first time in probably a couple years. So, what would you replace beer with? Because you're not really a hard. You don't drink hard liquor all like that, do you? I mean, if I'm at the house, I'm gonna just pick up some beer. I ain't about to go out and buy a bottle and just take it to the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging it. Yeah, you know me. I'll get down with whatever. But. I mean, yeah, I just got these jeans that I'm wearing now back around Christmas, and they're already right. loose on me. So that's cool. That's what's up. Yay. That's what's up, man. Uh, so everything is everything else is cool. Everything seemed like you chilling. Yeah. All right. Smiling again. Yeah, there you go. That's what's up. So today we have two guests, two special guests on the show. Uh, we taped these interviews, myself and Jessica. We taped these interviews uh, last weekend at CPAC at the political convention in D.C. Because I was too broke to go. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually we got two really interesting uh, interviews that I can't wait for the audience to hear. One is from a personal friend of mine. Good dude. His name is Lawrence B. Jones. Uh, he is on Fox News. He is actually the youngest person on the net, one of the youngest people on the network, and I believe the youngest African American uh, on the network. So uh, we had a really good interview, a really good conversation. And then when we come back uh, from break, we are going to talk to Demario Davis 
from the New Orleans Saints. And yes, I did tell him that they got robbed. So just and formerly of the Cleveland Browns. Too. Yes, he did play for the Cleveland Browns as well. That's right. Uh, so right now we're going to go to our interview. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to go to our interview with Lawrence B. Jones. Now, finally, finally, finally got a chance to catch up with my homie, my brother, Fox News, Lawrence B. Jones. Welcome, man. How you doing? What's going on, brother? You know, it's been a long time coming, but we, <laughs> we just decided to make that happen right now. <laughs> so, man, first of all, congratulations on everything that you got going on, man. Talk a little bit about that. Talk about what that experience has been like, man, with Fox and everything. You know, I'm so humble, man. Um, you know, coming from us. A mother that had me at 16 and my dad married married my mother and coming from humble beginnings to being on being the youngest person on national tv is a humbling experience um but you know i i think that um we need more voices that advocate for the community and uh, i'm grateful for fox giving me that platform and i plan on taking that platform and exposing things that happen in our community uh, that means black folks and the issues that we face on a daily day basis. And so when I'm on TV, I try to have a narrative that um, talks about whatever that topic is and how does it affect the lives of people in my community. And I hope to continue that now that I'm officially a part of the Fox family. Right. Man, I love that, man. And uh, one of the things that I've always seen, man, you've always had a lot of humility, man. You've always been about the mission. So going to Fox and being on television, was that ever like what you thought about doing at first or was it just, I'm going to do the work and wherever it takes me, it takes me? Yeah, so my original intention was to never be in TV. Um, I wanted to be in law school and fight for issues like criminal justice reform in the community. And so now that, you know, I, my sophomore year of college, I had the opportunity to do TV and people thought I was just a natural at it and I've never left. Um, so I'm, I'm blessed to have that experience. Now that I'm on, people always ask me, why did I choose Fox News when that time came? Well, Fox is number one. So that's how I end up going to, <laughs> to Fox. And quite frankly, they have been so kind with their platform, uh, with me, to give me the opportunity, not tell me what to say, um, but let me use my voice to benefit my community. And talk a little bit about that. I'm sure, like you said, people you know question why Fox, but talk about how it's a perfect opportunity to share those views and concerns and to represent our community on that platform. Yeah, when you have four plus million people um, watching every single day, you take advantage of that opportunity. And my job is to advocate for the interest. Like, you know, people, because it is a lot of conservatives on the network, people always say, how do you... Uh, handle issues as it relates to black folks. Every media company is pretty much of the same and sit in the sense of mm-hmm. that, you know, they have bills to pay. That being said, what I appreciate about Fox is that they have never told me what to say. And they let me, when I feel something is on my heart, I say it. Um, and, and I think that's beautiful because there's a lot of people that get in this industry um, and they can look just like me but have no intention of helping our community absolutely. and uh, that's always been my mission it will maintain my mission absolutely so with that being said i know you mentioned criminal justice reform yep. uh earlier uh, before we let you go talk a little bit about uh where you stand on criminal justice reform with the first step back and everything that's been going on and where you think we need to go to move that mission forward yeah so it was a first step you know uh, me because i'm such a libertarian uh of course i want a lot more radical change because I believe we have a lot of people incarcerated that shouldn't be long incarcerated. Um, 
you know, the, the, the justice system and, quite frankly, the prison system was meant to protect us, uh, you know, from criminals that are a risk to society. And right now we have a lot of people that are locked up that aren't a risk to society. Now, of course, we can debate morality-wise some of the stuff that they've done that are nonviolent crimes that we feel like that's bad for society. Right. But in a country that values liberty and letting people make their own decisions, I think that we should we could do a better job than saying, okay, if somebody has committed a violent crime, then obviously they're a risk to society. Or even sometimes invested in to programs where people can be on house arrest, where they can be with their families, then, instead of putting them in a system that where they leave uh, as harsher criminals. My first job was um, juvenile in the juvenile court in Dallas County, um, advocating for young people. And so I saw a lot of the people that had a lot of potential, and they left the system a lot worse. Um, I think we can do a lot more on our job to uh, make those kids um, um, partner with them with business owners. Uh, to make people that would traditionally sell drugs uh, get, show them how to do it the right way. And I think so many people aren't open to having that conversation, uh, but I've been there and I believe that we can do a lot if we, we just take the time and talk to those kids. All right, now before we let you go, man, we were just having a conversation off air about your playlist. We got to talk a little bit about that, man. What you listening to? What you rocking with? You know, uh, one of my favorites is Cole, Nas, Wale, T.I., um, you know, and, and you know it's crazy. I always get asked uh, as it relates to their their politics, right? Right. Um, but I see them as such capitalism, uh, capitalists. Um, let's just take my boy Ti for example. This is a guy that went back to Atlanta, bought back part of his own community, turned it into low income housing, uh, small businesses. You tell me who does that, right? You know, and so. Um, you know, are there some things that we disagree of? Of course. Uh, but I believe these are people that are living in, and, and, and doing what they can to help benefit the culture. And I'm, I'm appreciative of that. Um, and I can't wait to sit down with my brother, T.I., to talk about ways that we can move the needle forward and maybe suggestions that he had for me to move the needle forward. Absolutely. Let everybody know how to get in contact with you on social media, how to follow you, how to watch you on Fox News, all that good stuff. Lawrence B. Jones 3 on all social media pro platforms, Twitter, Instagram. That's where you get a little flavor. Facebook, <laughs> you get a little bit of debate. Twitter, you get a little bit of debate. And you know what I've said? I, I always tell people this. I am of the philosophy just like the, the, the gospel. You meet people where they are. And so what I like to do is whatever conversation that I have, I want people to feel like they're just talking in the barbershop. Right. And I think that's the most effective way. Uh, I'll be coming out with some new stuff on Fox Nation real soon that I can't wait for you guys to see. But I have more information about that soon. So follow me on all social media platforms. That's what's up, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. I'm proud of you, bruh. Congratulations. And you're a great, uh, you're a great representative for the culture. The smoothest man in radio, y'all. <laughs> Make sure y'all follow him. <laughs> all right. More when we come back here on The Outlaws. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. Stand Up for Kids is looking for volunteers interested in leadership positions in Cleveland to help Cleveland Stand Up for Kids grow and expand so we can reach out and help more youth. Stand Up for Kids is a 501c3 national nonprofit organization founded in 1990. Stand Up for Kids is almost totally ran by volunteers. Not only does that make us unique and strong, but we understand the importance of your time and will make you feel like a valued part of our community. We are very much in need of your time and talent. 
Our mission is to end the cycle of youth homelessness. Think of the young people in your own life. Nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, and grandkids. Now think of them alone on the streets. Would you want someone to help them survive and give them hope? For more information, email cleveland at standupforkids.org or check out standupforkids.org slash cleveland. Tell Alexa to play the Outlaws radio show. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E-Will. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside E-Will and sitting in for Jessica Lavish today, Kamari Dean. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at The Outlaws Radio. I want to give a real quick shout out once again to Lawrence B. Jones from Fox News for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. And now our next interview is with Demario Davis from the New Orleans Saints and as E. Will mentioned before the break also from from the formerly from the Cleveland Browns. They did get robbed. Yes, they did. The Saints. Yes, they did. I was actually just going to bring that back up. Um, so I had to tell them. Obviously, we spent most of our time talking about um, uh, uh, issue that's near and dear to his heart as well to mine, and that's criminal justice reform. But I couldn't let the interview go without me saying that they got robbed because they got freaking robbed. They did. I I still I'm still in shock that that zebras still don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's and now like what are they? Is is the NFL going to address it at all? Probably not. Because there have been talks about certain things that they want to do particularly like uh the only thing i've heard in like specifically is the overtime stuff that they want to make it so that everybody gets a guaranteed possession in overtime but that still doesn't really address the ref issue yeah no i don't so real quick what would you do like what would what what can be done can anything it is, be done? as much as i hate to say this because i cannot stand roger goodell <laughs> but he kind of had a point in saying like I mean, at the end of the day, referees are humans too. So yeah. mistakes are going to be made. Yeah. No, nobody's perfect. So, you know, even everybody in an in a everyday job to job. I'm, wow, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> job to job. <laughs> an everyday job. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking there. Uh, you're going to make mistakes. Right. You know, you've been doing this radio thing for how long? You know, you're damn near perfect, but... Oh, yeah. I'm sure you make, you, you make yeah. mistakes or, Absolutely. you know, whatever. You know, I was in the security field for, you know, how many years, and there were mistakes that I made. Right. So, All the time. All the time. I mean, it happens. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it sucks because it's like, man, there's nothing you can do about it. But uh, I want them to try to figure out something. I mean, just like Kamari, you know, she can't help that the mistake is her height. <laughs> 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 On that note, My. we're going to go to the interview with Demario Davis right now. My height ain't no mistake, okay? <laughs> we have the pleasure of being with Demario Davis from the New Orleans Saints. Uh, welcome. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me on. All right. So talk a little bit about what brings you to CPAC. Uh, I was at a criminal justice reform rally in Mississippi, and uh, the people who put on the reform rally asked me to come speak at CPAC. They heard my story and talk about um, why I'm so passionate about criminal justice reform. They asked me to come speak here, and uh, it was a great opportunity. Well, share with uh, share with people a little bit about your story and why you're so passionate about this issue. Well, I was in the, when I was a freshman in college, I actually went to jail myself, and my bond was set at $10,000, and had my coaches not paid my bond, I could be affected like 40%. 
of uh, the current inmates in our in our system that that is uh, really a, a tragedy of mass incarceration, and it was simply because I couldn't afford to pay the bill. Um, but my coaches, because I was an athlete, paid my bill and, and my life wasn't affected. But as many people who are in jail who don't have that same opportunity, they're spending seven, eight, eight months to a year in jail simply because they can't pay bail. They're just a broken system um, when it's people who are committing far worse crimes and not being held to that same standard because they're able to pay a bill. You know, and so in a country where you're presumed to be innocent, a, a country where you're presumed everyone has equal rights, you know, that just shows you that, that the two uh, ideas that we have, but we're not uh, upholding. Absolutely. So, uh, as you know, the First Step Act was just passed recently, and a lot of people are saying that it is a first step. Um, what are your thoughts on the First Step Act, and where do you think we need to go uh, now to further the cause of criminal justice reform? Anything helping with general criminal justice reform is good, and uh, it's, it's called the first step because, yes, it's just that, the first step, but we still have a long way to go. I think the cash bail system, we have to make sure that we're ending cash bail altogether. If there's people who have... Uh, uh, committed severe enough crimes and we don't want them we feel like it's going to be a, not going to be good for the public safety just recommend no no uh no cat no bail for that person be be set um but to be able to non-violent offenders we got to move away from locking them up and find reform uh, situations i think we need to move up speedy trial uh we, we're setting the dates for 60 days for violent uh, non-violent i mean misdemeanors and then 180 days for felons um, but in the, and why do we have cases where people are going two years without ever having a court date? That's a problem in itself. And then the discovery laws where prosecutors are uh, disenfranchising the defenders because they're able to hide certain information evidence makes uh, it makes um, the person who's uh, being being subject to the crime or who's been, they're trying to find out if they're innocent or guilty is making them take forcing them into plea deals. So we just have a lot of brokenness on the pretrial end, not to get in recidivism rates and the reentry programs that need to exist and uh, uh, health facilities of the people that are in jail. So it's, it's, it's an entirely broken system, but we need to start with the floodgate that's flooding our kids and our youth into jail. Absolutely. Thank you so much, man, for spending some time with us. I know you got to get out of here. And on a personal note, man, y'all got robbed. I oh, appreciate it, man. <laughs> Who that? Who that? <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be back with more of the Outlaws after this. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. This is the Kingpin from the Outlaws Radio Show. And we know you love the show, right? Of course you do. That's why you're here. So if you want to hear more of our show, make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes. This way you never miss an episode. You get to hear all of the crazy things that Jessica, Eric, and myself talk about along with our interviews. So make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes. Peace. Tell Alexa to play the Outlaws Radio Show. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E-Will. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside E-Will and Kamari Dean. Don't forget to... Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at The Outlaws Radio. Before we go any further, I do want to apologize to Kamari. Messing with her about her height because I'm short for a dude. I'm only 5'6". <laughs> so let me just put that out there before she tries to roast me. Big short. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I uh, want to send a, a special shout out and thank you again to Demario Davis for coming on the show. Uh, really appreciate it. And now is the time of the show that we like to call Juicy, where we talk about a juicy relationship topic. And Kamari Dean has it this week. Come on with it. All right. So let me ask y'all. And this is me personally. I'm in a 
situation with a friend. Situationship? Not a situationship. We oh, it has far. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but he likes me, you know, and I'm uh, more on the hesitant side. Mm-hmm. So what do you think that means? Like, tell me. Do you like him at all? Well, hold on. First, first of all, before we even analyze that, let's just say that is a woman type of thing. It is. Legit. That's like, where you at? Yeah. I'm glad she. But answered I this mean, one. from no. even from a guy standpoint, like, how would you feel if you really digging somebody, but they on the fence about the situation? Well, it it depends on. First of all, do you like him at all? Yeah. Okay. So, what are you on the fence about? That's you took the words uh, right out of my mouth. Yeah. Well, what's making you hesitant? Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of a little, you know, a lot of little things, you know. What things you see that you don't like, or things no, you see that? Just I'm on the fence, you know. The. <laughs> Look, you can't bring it up and not really like, provide us details. Yeah, right. We ain't gonna be able to answer. I was about to say, how he, are we supposed to analyze? He, he it? already said he want to hear it. Now, damn. Oh, oh. oh, well, you told him you was gonna. All right, so now we got. Okay, go there. so I, like he got a couple of kids. He's older than me. Um, you know, he wants to eventually progress on into something serious, and I don't know if that's where I am. Okay, how many oh. kids? Three. Three. How much older? He's thirty-four. So like maybe what seven years to eight. Okay. Do you like kids? I have a son. Okay. She didn't say if she liked kids. <laughs> right, she did not. <laughs> Let's ask that again. Do you like kids? Yeah. <laughs> so to a certain extent. To a certain so extent. How, how old are his kids? Um, I think one is ten. I think he said ten, seven, and two. And how old is yours? Two. Going on okay. Three. So the two year olds there, yeah. you know, play, get along, whatever, or attempt to get along. Right. Uh, so, so, I, so you go ahead. First. What is it about? Well, because I'm that's where I'm coming yeah, from. Because go I got kids. Go ahead. Uh, so what is it about him having kids that's got you on the fence? Like why? I'm just is saying, that an issue? like, am, I'm you know, I'm 26. A lot of new things are starting for me, and um, I don't know if I want to be, you know, tied down in that type of situation. You don't want to go from one kid to four kids. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, hey, that's a Brady bunch right there. I mean, which, hey, I mean, hey, I mean, hey, hey, pump your brakes because I went from two to four. So. <laughs> now, see, you told on yourself. I didn't say nothing about your situation. No, you talking about four is a Brady bunch. That's only six of us, okay? I still ain't getting no soccer mom van though. <laughs> you close? You close, brother? No, I got a, I got an SUV. Nice try. Now you used to have one though. Since you gonna put your business all the way out there, you used to have a soccer van. Like, let's keep you know it what? We could keep it 100. That really wasn't a soccer mom van because uh, it didn't fully look like a van. We're off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, like she said, we're off topic. So, all right. Now, is the age thing the same reasoning? Because he's older, you don't want that to necessarily hold you back from what you're I about to start going on? Yeah, I don't mind that he's older. I don't mind. And I don't mind his kids or whatever. That's It's just, you know, me being hesitant. Like, do I want to eventually take something like that? You know, get it, make it serious. Do I want to be tied down at this point in my life? Have you ever, have you been in a serious relationship before? Semi-serious, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Define semi-serious for me, please. I'm begging to know. <laughs> semi-serious. Yeah, I mean, you know. Was it the baby daddy? Probably. Okay, Probably. so how long were y'all together? Not that long. 
Oh, okay. About three years. <laughs> not that long. Wait a well, minute. How is three years not that long? That's pretty two, significant. Two and a half, three years. That's pretty Still, significant. That, yeah. That's more than semi-serious. That's a serious relationship. Right. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't define it as that? Huh? I mean, you know, the first year, you know, just fun. Second year, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this Look, logic, man. I, I ain't logic. never been able to get past the three and a half year mark. A four is my cap. I've been in the longest I've been in this for. So Look, you would define that as super serious, you know, you oh, guys yeah. are getting married or something. Well, I mean I don't <laughs> I don't know I mean, if we were gonna get married, but how we were together. Were you when you had that four, relationship? I we first hooked up when I was nineteen. Okay. So fast forward to now, being your age now, I ain't gonna put your business out there. <laughs> Um, you put mine out there. <laughs> I did not ask you your age at all. I asked My how much situation. older he was. Right. How it's, old are you, Darby? It's your question. Like, you said this. Uh, I'm 32. Okay. So I just put it out there. I'm 32. So now, getting into a relationship at this age, I would really hope and think and believe that if you're getting into a relationship, that the end goal would be to eventually get married. I wouldn't, for me, I wouldn't get into a relationship if that wasn't the end goal. Right. Because I'm not interested in wasting my time. You know what See, I mean? and I, I feel like, you know, eventually he'll want that, and am I the person to give that? Well, and with you being 26 and you saying you're about to got all these things opening it up for you, maybe you're not in a position to jump into a commitment like that. Yeah, it, because really, it's all about where you're at. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I mean, that's a if, if his goal, if his end goal is to be married, and to have that family and that relationship or whatever, you really got to be committed to that. You know what I mean? Um, so that is, it's something to think about. And really only you can answer that mm-hmm. because only you know where you are. Right. You know, but I can say, I mean, you made the dude sound like he was 100 years old when he's in, oh our, in our age range. But I will say this, for me as being 32, mm-hmm. that's my goal. I've... I've had my fun. I've I've played around. I've had, you know what I mean? Yeah. My goal is not to is not to just be out here just doing whatever. My goal is to eventually get married. That's what I want. You know what I mean? So, I'm not going to I'm not even going to waste my time with somebody that's not that that's not their objective. And see, my goal, you know, that's that's a goal somewhere. You know, <laughs> eventually just, you want to be married. I'm somewhere half, down the half, line, maybe a little my, bit. <laughs> half of my toe is in, half of it is out. You know. So you don't know if that's but you know, what you, you don't want to miss out want. on a good person because he's a good person. Now that's true too. He's so really a good person because you know what's going to happen. He, if he's a good person and you miss out on him, you're going to kick yourself in the, in the you know what afterwards. So that's something you really got to think about. You really got to think about. Okay, do I want to just keep keep doing me? or is this somebody that that is a good enough person that you don't want to miss out on yeah because you could take the chance of missing out on a good person because you want to do you you know what i'm saying so why you gotta say it like (laughs) because most women when they say that that's how they say so that's something that you that you really have to think about so if he's a good dude i don't know you go you might regret it if you let him go you know what I mean? So it's something to think about. All right. So we're going to switch gears real quick and go from positive relationship <laughs> stuff to the Floridians when we come back here on The Outlaws. Oh, Lord. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. Yo, this is Darvio the Kingpin Morrow, and I want you to check out my brand new song called Trust Me featuring Madeline Hayes. 
Cause he out doing what he do And I'm out doing what I do But still thinking about you How did we get caught up in this shit? Been knowing each other forever And it's never been and like this telling me just You wanna chill for a minute And see if we can put this thing back together When we finish just Get Trust Me Now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, Pandora And all other major digital outlets From FCB Records, The Orchard, and Sony Music Entertainment Tell Alexa to play the Outlaws Radio Show. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E-Will. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside E-Will and Kamari Dean. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at The Outlaws Radio. And we are at what has become one of my favorite moments of this show. It is when we take a visit to the best new soap opera in town. This is the Floridians. The Floridians. And on today's episode of the Floridians, a man stole rare rare coins and tried to cash them at a supermarket change machine. <laughs> coin star. I was going to say what? Coin star. Yes. Michael Johnson envisioned Shane Anthony Mele sending those commemorative presidential dollars spiraling down a slot to be to be converted from $33,000 worth of collectibles to just enough store credit to buy a couple of 12 packs of beer. <laughs> he easily had $33,000 worth and he dumped it in a Coinstar machine, Johnson said. Authorities said Mele, 40, of Riviera Beach confessed he stole rare coins and other items valued at $350,000 from Johnson's North Palm Beach office in December. Mele reportedly said he sold some, then ran many through change, machine, change machines where he got just face value. Johnson, who said he's disabled and mostly not working, said Mele wiped him out of his life savings. I was using those coins to help stay alive, he said. There's no insurance that covers this kind of thing, really. Not at the losses we're talking about, he said. It put me in a world of hurt. Mele was booked the evening of February 1st at the, at the, Palm, County, at the Palm Beach County Jail, charged with grand theft of more than $100,000, along with an unrelated 10-count drug charge. That's shocking. Mele could not be located for comment. A North Palm Beach police report shows no address, and the telephone number shown to Mele, shown for Mele, was disconnected. So let's fast forward here. Okay. The report says Mele letter confessed to North Palm Beach police to stealing the coins, telling authorities that Johnson owned them. It doesn't elaborate. It says Mele told police he was looking for a way out and saw the coins as just that. When Mele was arrested, the report said he had some coins on him. He told investigators he took some coins to the South Florida Coins and Jewelry in Lake Worth, where he said he got about $4,000. The store's owner, George Hornberg, told the Palm Beach Post the total was actually $2,330. He said he spent about two and a half hours processing the coins. He said, unlike valuable jewelry, sales of collectible coins do not require filling out paperwork. He is cooperating with law enforcement. Melee told police he dumped the rest of the collectibles in Coinstar machines at area grocery stores. People often trade large stashes of loose coins for store credit, minus a fee of as much as 
That means that if he dropped in the 33 presidential coins valued at $1,000 each, he got about $29.30. Wow. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> so first of all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give uh, quick thoughts and then we're going to go around the room. First of all, I hate a thief. I cannot stand a thief. Second that. So Third that. <laughs> so you got everything you deserved. I feel for the guy who he stole it from because this was his life savings. Yeah. And like you said, you can't really get that. You can't really get insurance on that. Um, so I don't know, you know what they're going to do, how, what can be done to make him whole. Um, but $29.30. Kamari, your thoughts on this episode of the Floridians? Yeah, we would have had to come deep. Like, I need a little bit more than what's what's going on here. I don't even know what to say to that. Like, you got $29 from my collectibles. Like, what do you say to that? How mad would you be? He had 33 presidential coins, and they were each worth $1,000 a piece. And he got $29. (laughs) And 30 cents. I want to cuss so bad, but I can't. (laughs) Yeah, you've already been bleeped twice. (laughs) Just know I'm cussing. Right, you're cussing in your head right now. Uh, E. Will. Drugs (laughs) are bad. We know that. Kids listening, just say no to drugs. Yes, because if you don't, you'll do stupid stuff like this. If Dare is still around... Please enroll. <laughs> He'd be working for me. What is it? D- right. Drug abuse? Or I look, I don't even remember. It's been We're so, so old. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're ancient to Kamari. Uh, yeah, according to Kamari. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. But yes. Isn't the, it like drug abuse resistance education or something? Yes, I think so. Ha! There you go. So make sure, yeah, you register. You're proud. How angry would you be? Well, for, you I'm still stuck guy. on the drug thing. Like, the dude, like, drugs are what... Why would you take collectible <laughs> coins and put them in a flipping, and yes, that's me trying not to cuss, yeah. coin star? Why? $33,000 worth of coins for less than 30 bucks. Wow. You got, what, two cases of beer? Yeah. Right. You didn't even get, you didn't you, even get like. He didn't even get a whole $30. Like you said, it's less than $30. Like, you didn't even get $30. I'm suddenly very warm and hot because I'm angry right now. <laughs> now. Picture yourself being the guy. How angry would you be? Didn't it say that the guy was like kind of disabled or something? Yeah. yeah. I'd run yeah. him over with my, my wheelchair. <laughs> I'm so mad I'm stuttering right now. I'd run him over with my wheelchair. Or if I got a walker or a cane, I'm smacking him with the walker or the cane. <laughs> something. No, 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 no. There, there's so many things wrong with this story. First of all, stealing from someone who is disabled yeah. is awful. Like you... That that in and of itself is awful. And it's his life savings. And it's his life savings. It's like, See, but come that, on, that, that I almost got an issue with that. If you're disabled wow. and you only got thirty three thousand in life savings, like, yeah. shouldn't you well, be they on said, like SSI or something like why? that? Well, remember they said he had over a hundred thousand dollars in and stuff. He stole other items. Okay. So he said he stole the thirty three thousand dollars worth of collectibles, and he stole other items valued at three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So he he stole a total of things valued at oh at three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Man, why you got that stuff laying around? That's a good question too. Yeah, that's a good question too. And you disabled? Yeah, that should be in a safe or a lockbox yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Wow. Oh, <laughs> wow, 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 wow. There's a lot of things I could say, but I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> um, so, I mean, this is just, there's so many things wrong with that. And as you mentioned about drugs, like they said, when they arrested him for the stealing, they also rela- uh, arrested him for unrelated 10-count drug charge. Wow. So, yeah, that's shocking. He Say was, no to drugs. <laughs> he traded some of those coins in. What if you were him, though? What if you were him and you went to the coin star? Can you? I would, have lo- I would love to see the surveillance video because <laughs> I want to see the, the disappointment on his face. <laughs> when he got $29. Well, when you're, right. when you're a drug addict, you're probably <laughs> right. getting registered. He was 20. happy. He, he was, was happy, happy for yeah, the $30. That's a good he point. He like, ooh, nice. Doop. I wonder, is this, is this meth or crack? Because this sounds like a meth or crack. Probably both. <laughs> you know what I miss? Ten counts. You know what? He probably didn't see enough of those, this is your brain on drugs commercials. <laughs> or he didn't with believe With the egg him. frying in the pan. <laughs> this is, uh, uh, it, it leaves you speechless. It like does. It leaves you speechless of how stupid you could be to take $33,000 worth of coins. And you and knew you was getting something valuable. Exactly. Like you knew it. Exactly. That's why you stole it. Exactly. Because he had taken other things to like right. a coin shop and got more money more from money. it. More money, like. So what happened? Like, I wonder if he put it in and was like, "This isn't right. I shouldn't have did that." <laughs> <laughs> well, twenty nine dollars. That don't sound right. He, he definitely can't put that twenty nine dollars toward, towards his bail because that ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Oh, Florida, 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 Florida. What will we do without you? Thank you so much once again to the entire state of Florida for providing us with such great material. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of The Outlaws. Idiot. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. This is Jessica Lavish with The Outlaws. We know that racism still exists in our country, but what about slavery? Human trafficking, a form of modern-day slavery, is where people profit from the control and exploitation of others by means of force, fraud, and coercion. Tragically, no country, community, or individual is immune from the vast injustice. Human trafficking is driven by demand. Instead of contributing to the problem, we can be part of the solution. If we eliminate the demand, we eliminate human trafficking. For more information, follow hashtag demand no more. Tell Alexa to play the Outlaws radio show. Here it is from iHeartRadio. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside E. Will and Kamari Dean. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. Kamari, let them know how to follow you. Kamari Denise on Instagram and Kamari Dean on Facebook. E. Will. At E. Will 513. And you can follow me at D the Kingpin on all social media platforms. D T H E K I N G P I N. So real quick, I'm going to take a time uh, to to point out two stupid people in the news. Two separate stories. Um, unfortunately, this isn't from Florida because it would have made it even better. It would have went in the Floridians if it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but according to Fox 13 and. This, uh, they're reporting this actually uh, from Marion, Indiana. 
a man accidentally shot himself in the penis. Early Thursday, police said. Police in Marion, Indiana said Mark Anthony Jones, 46, was carrying a 9mm handgun in his waistband when it began to slip. He reached down to adjust the gun and it fired. The bullet entered just above his penis and exited his scrotum, police said. Police were called to the emergency room of Marion General Hospital to take the report on the accidental shooting. Jones' condition was not released. Police says that Jones, police say that Jones does not have an Indiana handgun license. The case will be sent to the Grant County Prosecutor's Office for review, according to a news release. Now imagine this. You have your gun in your waistband. You shoot yourself in the dingling. <laughs> you go to the hospital. And now because you weren't supposed to have the gun, you may go to jail for it. He suffered enough. <laughs> His fault. He, isn't this the story like, uh, who was that football player? Plaxico Burris, who shot yeah. himself on accident? Wasn't he in the club or something? Something like that. Yeah, and he went to jail for My shooting thing, himself. <coughs> I'm sorry, excuse me. <laughs> My thing is, it's 2019. Why are we still carrying a gun in our waistband? Don't we know that that's a bad idea? <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't Cheddar Bob from 8 Mile teach y'all anything? <laughs> Come on now. It's like, oh, I got to adjust this. Bow. Like, <laughs> stupid. Just stupid. And so now. What the, state was this again? This was Indiana, Indiana. actually. Uh, yeah, unfor- it sounds like a Floridian story. Yeah. But <laughs> I wish it was. Uh, so now, here's the other story. A billionaire diamond trader dies during penis enhancement procedure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rest in peace, but what? From Fox News, a billionaire diamond trader has died during a penis enlargement operation at a posh Parisian clinic, it was reported. Hey. Eud Arne Lanido, I guess, died at the age of 65 in the clinic of an unnamed plastic surgeon on the avenue in the French capital. According to local media, complications began during surgery proved fatal for the Belgian-Israeli dual national, and he suffered a heart attack when a substance was injected into his penis. Oh, my God. The billionaire, he is... Let's see, how much was he worth? How much was he worth? doesn't say exactly how much he was worth, but he was a diamond broker. Oh, yeah. Here is the question that was posed uh, on social media from Khalid Namar from the Todd Allen Show. His brother had a very good point. If you are a billionaire, why do you need an enlarged penis? Right. You're a billionaire. And then you were 65. You dealt with it this long. <laughs> it's almost over with. Man, it leave it to the woman. <laughs> what you doing? Woo. Someone <laughs> <laughs> shade at the dead man. I was keeping I it together say. until Kamari just said that. <laughs> you 65. You dealt with it this long. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like... You a billionaire, like you could have did that a couple years ago. Well, and, and money, money is the they one of the things that they say that's an aphrodisiac. Like you're a billionaire, there you there are plenty of women that you can find that yeah. will sleep with you. Oh, now it's a problem. Maybe he had a main squeeze that wanted a little it bit more. Be, it probably is wrinkly. And, he he might have been in love. Oh, so he was getting Botox. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. And he like this ain't what it used to look like. <laughs> 
Right. So I want it to look like it did when I was in my twenties. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? We're about to go to break, but th- you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of those stupid women that went overseas and died because they let people inject yeah. fix a flat in their butt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, now that's really? just about a dummy. Stupid. They didn't know. Stupid. But how could you not? Like, I do. What? 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 Common sense tells <laughs> you it's just... okay. Put fix a flat in my butthole. <laughs> what? Stupid. They Stupid. A big booty. That's <laughs> we, the trend. We, we gotta Fine. go to break. Can we go to break? We gotta go one? to break. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. Tell Alexa to play the Outlaws Radio Show. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E. Will. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside E. Will and Kamari Dean in for Jessica Lavish today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at The Outlaws Radio. Now, E and I are, are big sports fans. Uh, Kamari, are you a sports fan? No. Okay. So this is, <laughs> this is a me and Eric yep. conversation. Um, so we're big sports fans, and those of you who listen to the show, you know that you know I'm I'm the basketball guy. I love basketball; that's my favorite sport. Eric is football guy, but he likes basketball as well. And there has been a lot of stuff going on with the Los Angeles Lakers that I am just enjoying so thoroughly. So first. Before I go into Patty Pendergrass mode, what we're going to do is first talk about the record that uh, LeBron James just broke uh, recently, a couple of days ago. E. Will, what record was that? He passed Michael Jordan, <clears throat> the GOAT, um, for, what is it, fourth? Yes. Uh, on the all-time, all-time scoring list. Scoring, yes. Um, so, obviously, this uh, reopens the... Jordan versus LeBron debate is he, jo- is LeBron has LeBron surpassed Jordan? Well, you notice I, I put an emphasis on Jordan being the goat. Yeah, I saw that. That was kind of petty of you, but I appreciated it. Uh, so obviously, we know where you're coming from. Uh, why do you believe that Jordan is the goat over LeBron? Cricket, I'm at, like I was asking you. Oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was just confused as to why you were actually asking me that. Oh, <laughs> so petty. Uh, I, just Jordan. Yeah, LeBron is up there with Jordan, but, I mean, Jordan is Jordan. Then you got people that are going to say, but LeBron is LeBron. If it, I almost want to say that if it wasn't for Jordan, it wouldn't be a LeBron. I think that's fair. Um, I, I don't know. Jordan... I don't. I don't even really know what I want to say here, honestly. So I'll give you my answer because I I believe that Jordan is the goat as well, and part of it is, I mean we're we are old enough to have seen a little bit of Jordan. We've mm-hmm. seen them both. To me, there's two reasons why I think Jordan is the goat. One is Jordan did more with less. So, in other words, LeBron is a physical freak of nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He is a, a Mack truck who can run like a gazelle. Like, he is a, a freak. 
Michael Jordan wasn't any of that. But Michael Jordan got six rings. And yes, I understand that he had stacked teams, but in the last eight years, LeBron did too. Now, granted, this team in L.A. is garbage, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But LeBron has played with uh, stacked teams as well for the last eight years, and he has three rings out of it. When Jordan played with stacked teams, he had six. So six is more than three. That's just it is what it is. But also because Jordan was not uh, Jordan wasn't a blue chip recruit coming into college. Jordan wasn't the guy that everybody said this is he's going to be the guy to change the game. He it was because of his skill and his work ethic that he changed the game. And he has he has that killer instinct. I don't believe LeBron has a killer instinct. I've never believed that LeBron has had a killer instinct, not the way that that Jordan did. So that's that's one of the reasons. The other thing is that I agree with you. The, if it wasn't for Jordan, there wouldn't have there wouldn't be a LeBron the way that we know LeBron to be now. Yeah, he'd still be a phenomenal basketball player, but in terms of everything that we know him to be off the court, Jordan started that. And so, to me, you have to do a lot to surpass the guy who made it possible for you to do it because he's the one he's the first right so there's no matter who comes after that you can't replace the first when you look at the nba there are three people who will pretty much always have their spots and that's magic bird and jordan magic and bird were the ones who made the nba national who made the nba relevant nobody cared about the nba before magic and bird and then Jordan was the one who made it global. So if Jordan hadn't made it global, LeBron wouldn't be able to do half of the things that he does off the court. So that's why I believe Jordan is the GOAT. That's my thoughts on it. Can't disagree with anything you said. So now, but I will say this is a, it is a heck of an accomplishment and it should be appreciated and it should be respected. But the Lakers. But hold on. Before we move on to the Lakers overall, yeah. how much should it or could it or would it be celebrated even though it came during a loss? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's what a lot of people have been saying. It came during a loss, number one. Number two, um, there was actually Bill Platchkey, who's a, a columnist for the, for the L.A. Times, said that there's a lot of people in L.A. who feels like he should still be in Cleveland. Like it should have, that should have happened in Cleveland because we would have cared more because the Lakers fan, they don't care. I mean, they gave, they, they applauded, but then they were right back to booing him, you know, when he missed a free throw or whatever, because the Lakers, and this is one of the reasons I, I, I'm not a fan of the Lakers. The Lakers fan base is arrogant. They don't care about what you've done before you get to them. You got to do it for them. Fake love. Yes. Fake love. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Very good point. <laughs> All right, Minnie Drake. <laughs> but that's what that's exactly what Emphasis it is. Emphasis on Minnie. <laughs> You're disrespectful. Very. Um, so <laughs> so that's what it is. They don't care. The, the the Laker fan base don't care. The team is losing. That's all that's all that matters to them. They don't care about your history. They don't care about what you've done. If you don't do it for them, they don't give a damn. I mean, that was evident when they had that mural. And somebody painted that mural, and then what do they do? Spray paint over it? Yeah. And just complete. put, like, Kobe's name. and. Well, yeah, because yeah. honestly, in my opinion, that mural should have never been put up. LeBron, I, I don't care if you are the king or, or you're the best in the league right now. Whatever you want to say, 
just because you go to a new city doesn't make you the king. Like, you will never be worshipped the way you were in Cleveland anywhere else. Anywhere. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you went to L.A., and it was for a non-basketball decision. You went to L.A. to try to set up for life after basketball. This clearly was not a basketball move at all. And that's what a lot of Laker fans <clears throat> are saying. And that could backfire on him because there a lot of Laker fans are saying, well, did you come here to play basketball or did you just come here for Hollywood? That's all he came there for. Yeah. There's no question about that. Yeah. Well, and we, we said this on, on Necessary Roughness when, when he first made the decision that as a basketball move, it was a bad decision. If you're looking solely at competing for championships, you would have been better off staying in Cleveland. Than going to L.A. Or, or even going somewhere else in the East. In the East, yeah. But it, it, he had multiple options. He would have been better off staying here. He could have went to Philadelphia. I was going to say Philly. You know what I mean? So there, it, it doesn't make sense because you can't, you can't tell me. I mean, we've seen the results. You can't tell me that the team that he was on the floor with last year isn't better than this team right now. Better than the Lakers. Because the Lakers are garbage. Hot Garbage. And I enjoy it. I, oh, enjoy, I enjoy it. You know what one of my favorite things has been thus far? What? When Kyle Kuzma shoved LeBron to push him to do defense. To make him defense. <laughs> that made my day. Because you know, unnecessary roughness. I've said that. I don't really like anything about the Lakers, but I like Kuzma. Yeah. I, I've said that. And that just made me like him even more. Yeah. He's like, man, get your boots. If you're over the there. GOAT, if you, if you think you're the GOAT and you're the king, you should play defense. <laughs> well, and now, but here's the question. I'm going to ask you this real quick, and then we're going to go to break. Do you think we're starting to see the beginning of the decline? Because he doesn't look the same. This was his first. He had his first serious injury um, in his career that made him lose uh, significant amounts of time. Are we starting to see him hit the cliff that all great players hit eventually? I don't know if I go that far just yet. I think maybe one, two more years, and yeah, we're gonna see that. But have you seen the meme that's been floating around social media that uh, they <laughs> it says this is who the Lakers got when LeBron James went to the team, and it was a picture of Jordan in the Wizards uniform. Yes, I did. See that. <laughs> that was that was great. <laughs> and then now they're giving him minutes restrictions. Yes, well, he, yeah, him and the team agreed upon together. Yeah, well, because they're out of it, they suck. So you're not going to compete for the playoffs. So you might as well sit him down. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of the Outlaws after this. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. Yo, this is Darvio the Kingpin Morrow, and I want you to check out my brand new song called Trust Me featuring Madeline Hayes. Cause he out doing what he do, and I'm out doing what I do, but still thinking about you. How did we get caught up in this? this been knowing each other forever, and it's never been like telling this. me just you want to chill for a minute and see if we can put this thing back together when we finish. Just. Get Trust Me Now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, Pandora, and all other major digital outlets from FCB Records, The Orchard, and Sony Music Entertainment. Tell Alexa to play the Outlaws radio show. Here it is from iHeartRadio. Welcome back to the Outlaws radio show. 
Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside E. Will and Kamari Dean and for Jessica Lavish today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. Now, before we leave you today, Kamari Dean has an amazing story <laughs> that we are going to talk about right now. Well, it depends on who you ask if it was amazing or not. <laughs> All right, so. A man, he throws a party to expose his girlfriend for having an affair with his best friend. So a Venezuelan man who invited him, him, uh, he he and his girlfriend's family and friends to a soiree. (laughs) He spilled the tea to everybody. Everybody. Soiree just announced that she had been cheating on him with his best friend. Friend, according to Metro UK. In his speech, the man addresses the best friend, Alberto, saying, I have known you for more than 20 years. You are the father uh, the father and my great brother and friend. By courting my wife is a power move. He recorded this speech in a video that has gone viral, which shows the man take his girlfriend Delania's cell phone to reveal the receipts. Because y'all know we love those. Um, <laughs> He showed it to all of the guests, the text messages between the cheaters, which showed his best friend was about to cash the girlfriend out for a new $40,000 car. Cut off. Ooh. Okay, so let's rewind that back real quick. So he said, you're the father. What? Like, You are the father of my great brother and friend. Oh, so you are the father of my great brother. And friend, I think he's just trying to give him a compliment, like you are like something really significant to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's Venezuelan. You know they got whatever. They yeah, because we looked at each other like. I know. I looked at it too, like what? But um, I, he's basically, you know, you're very important to me, and right. you gonna cheat with my wife, like crazy though, or girlfriend. So, did it say how you found out again? Uh, I guess he just went, you know. Snooping and yeah. found it. Yeah, don't say exactly. But he had a party though. Like that's petty, petty. Would y'all do that? Is that something you would do? I don't know. Like, like how petty would you get? On, you on one out? hand, I want to say, <laughs> hell no, I wouldn't do that because I ain't spending the money to throw a party to expose you. That's a good Why point. Why I'm gonna come out of my pockets just to spill some tea when I could just do it for free? That's right. a good point. Right. But on the other hand, I want to be like, hell yeah. Right, he did it. He went you know, like, let me all let me out. show everybody out here how dirty both of y'all are. You right. know, different places got the tradition, so you know, you tell the whole family it's shameful. Yeah, you be shamed. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of in the middle with it. Like, if I was a regular, normal, everyday right. Joe, I don't know. I might consider it. He got forty thousand though. Yeah. Friend. So. Oh, so they got money, yeah. but I might consider it. But because I'm on the radio, I ain't got to do that. <laughs> if I want to put you on blast, <laughs> you feel me? Maria. If, <laughs> if I want to put you on blast, I could just do it on the radio. We had 30 different platforms, yeah. multiple cities. So I can just sit Stay right away here. from her. She's burning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So... I don't know, though. It would have to be... I don't even know if I would be able to be that creative because I would be so hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm not a cheater. You know what I mean? That's not my MO. So stated that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not what I do. So if you cheat on me, like, I would just... Like, 
I don't know if I'd be able to be that creative in the moment. I now I might. How would you address the best friend? Because you know. Oh, oh we working. Ain't a friend no more. We yeah. yeah we 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 working. Like, like he was giving your girl forty thousand though. Yeah, like like nah. he bought her. That's not, and it's supposed to be your best friend too. Yeah. On top of that, I would feel some type of way if any friend did it. But my best friend? Oh hell no! Like we got to work. Like we got to square up. That'd be like me or Darvio going after one another's girl. Exactly. And that Which, would never happen. It would never happen at all. It would never happen because it's like that is like, come on, man. Now, what if she offered you the money though? Like, what if his girl? You know. No. No. No, because I'm going to tell you, this is what's going to happen. This, this was going to... Hold on. <laughs> you probably want to say the same thing I want to say. No, no, let me say it. Let me say it. Let me see if this is where you at. All right, this is what's going to happen, okay? okay? So let's say my girl come to E and offer him $40,000 or okay. whatever for them to do what they do. Right. What's going to happen is E going to come tell me, mm-hmm. right? I'm not going to tell her that he told me, and we're going to find a way for him to get the money, and then we're going to expose her anyway. Okay. Well, that too. I was going to say, I need the money in hand first. <laughs> no, I was going to say, because at that point, it's, first of all, why are you offering me money to That's sleep? weird. Yeah. Like, it. like, it's either legit, like you say, or that's a setup to see where my loyalty is. Yeah, that's true, yeah. too. Now, that's true too. first of all, if we're best friends, it shouldn't be a setup. Right. But if, I guess, if somebody else is in your ear saying, oh, E is trying to get at your girl, Darby, or blah, 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 blah. Right. And, and that's what it was. At the end of the day, it's going to be. That's a no, what is it? What do you say? That's a no for me, dog. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah, because I mean, at the end, like you don't play like this, man. Like people get hurt. Like people get really hurt behind stuff like this. You don't. You don't do this. Look, man. I I'll even put it out there, and I don't care who gets mad that I bring it up. I don't even talk to my ex best friend because he, you know, did some foreign stuff with my baby mama. Yeah. Mm. Like you come on. Dog. Was y'all like, together? No. This was years later. Like but it's still I ain't even look. The, the whole situation about it is, I wasn't even mad per se about the fact that whatever happened between them happened. I was mad that when I came to you about it and asked, addressed the situation, you told me only this one thing happened. Come to find out later on that everything happened. The cover up is always so worse than the crime. You, as my best friend of years, didn't have. The balls enough to say to me, to my face, when I asked you mm-hmm. in person, my bad, this is what happened. You denied it, at, like, adamantly. And then come to find out you lied to my face. Like, no, that was the real, that's the real reason why I don't yeah. talk to was that he, dude no more. Was he lying, though, to spare your feelings? It doesn't matter. If you, you were, didn't care. Oh, what, what do you think? You're, you're, you're lying to spare my feelings. You're lying because you want to save the friendship. None of that. It all backfired yeah, on you. See, be- our, our mind, we don't process stuff like that. Like, women will do stuff like that. Well, I'm just going to say this because <laughs> I don't want to hurt their feelings. Men, we don't, we don't think like that. Like, if you do that, you, you want some other stuff, period, point blank. It don't matter why you told the lie. The, like, matter, the bottom line is you told the lie. You wasn't man enough to, 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 to tell them the truth. Like, if I'm asking you a question, I want a straightforward answer. And that goes for everybody. That's just in general. Right. If I ask a question, one, don't answer a question with a question. And two, <laughs> don't add, if I ask you a question, just answer my question. Just don't, don't give what, some other thing that you think I want to hear or right. whatever or some side response. No, I want the answer to what I asked you. Exactly. And so if I'm asking that person that question and they lie to me about it, it's, it's a wrap. It's game over. Yeah. Pretty heated over here. Yeah, he felt that, didn't he? <laughs> your soul, huh? Yeah, he felt that in his soul. No. I could care less about her. That, that, that relationship <laughs> well. was, what, 10 years ago, 11 right. years ago. So it's, it didn't have nothing to do with her. It was all him solely on, yeah. on him, online. Yeah. Real quick. Do you miss your friend? 
Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. And I hope he hears this. That's my dog. <laughs> Real quick, before we got to get out of here, what would you do? Me? Yeah. I wouldn't throw a party. What would you do? Uh, if it was my best friend, I mean, we probably would be fighting. Yeah, you got to work. What would you do to the dude? Um, To him? You know what? I probably would have tried to milk it. I mean, if... <laughs> <laughs> they got a little cash going on. You got to secure yourself first. <laughs> <laughs> then you move. You got to move a certain way. All right. We are out of here. Once again, shout out to Lawrence B. Jones and Demario Davis for coming on the show. We will see you next week. Peace. Peace, love, and chicken grease. The FCB Radio Network. First class broadcasting worldwide.